0: Hello there, I'm Miranda Gretton, and this is Take a Moment with NCHC, the show where we talk to you and your colleagues about experiences that affect you. Listen on your drive between patients, or in your downtime, whenever you get the chance to take a moment.
1: My name's Carly, and I'm a senior nurse within the Community Access Team. I had my daughter in October 2021, a little girl called Autumn, and I returned to work November 2022. We're
0: talking today about returning to work after having a baby. I've had two children myself and I know it's a returning to work after parental leave is a stressful time. It's a scary time. It's still it's exciting as well but it it can be very stressful. So tell me your story then. So from becoming pregnant with Autumn, obviously you know as you get bigger in your pregnancy did you find it quite difficult being at work sort of in the lead up to mat leave?
1: Yeah so I found out I was pregnant about I think five or six weeks and and then a couple of days later my sickness started and so I got some anti-sicknesses from the GP and they said all by 16 weeks it should subside because your um levels significantly drop you know past the first trimester so I was holding out till 16 weeks and I was being sick like nine ten times a day 16 weeks came and the sickness kept coming and then I got to 20 weeks and it kept coming and so eventually I was put under consultant led care for my hyperemesis and then also about 21 weeks my pelvic girdle pain started as well so I was basically like unable to walk without sort of crutches almost and being sick like anywhere from five to 15 times a day. So working in the NHS as a nurse with masks still very much necessary and needed and I was working in the community at this point. It was horrific, it was absolutely horrible. I remember being really early pregnant and like nearly throwing up in a patient's home and so it was it was really hard I, it was really mentally you know impacting the first 12 weeks the impact on not only my physical health but my mental health was you know with being that heavily pregnant being sick with pelvic girdle pain it was so debilitating um i ended up taking early mat leave at i think around 33 34 weeks i just couldn't carry on oh my god but, what
0: a ride yeah I it mean, was yeah horrendous.
1: You name it, I pretty much had it during pregnancy. It was, it was definitely a, a tough time.
0: So in that case, then, so if you went on early mat leave, did yeah. You, how long did you have for maternity? So
1: I taken, I've so I I'd taken a year off, but because I'd acquired obviously my annual leave, I just utilised that first. Then I took mat leave from I think the fourth of October. Yeah, just utilise manually as much as I could either side to so sort of try and go off as early as I could and try and go back as late as I could because I didn't want to miss the milestones. I knew I wanted to try and get up until at least Autumn's first birthday, and I did. And then I had a few weeks after that as well, and and I didn't put pressure on myself to return to work within sort of you know the nine months. I said no, take a year. And go from there because when it actually got to the nine months and I think it would have been July August yeah July time I was like no there's no way I'm ready I wasn't in a good headspace to leave her just yet.
0: It happens to so many people doesn't it because what happens is you you go in with all the good intentions and saying, you know I love my job and I'm definitely going back and then you have the baby and you as a person change and your bond with the baby is so strong that sometimes you can think I don't know if I can do this. But obviously, financially, most people do have to find a way to get back to work. I certainly did. And so you have to sort of find balance with how much you want to be with your baby, but also how much you do need to get back to work. Did you struggle with that decision?
1: Yeah, so finances were a massive thing for us. With maternity pay, we did really struggle. But because my pregnancy was so rough, we don't know if I'm going to have another one, to be completely honest. So I thought if this is the only other maternity I'm ever going to have I need to really cherish every moment of it and while I've got the opportunity to take a year off why don't we take a year off and I put it to my partner Jacob I put it to my mum I put it to my mother-in-law and they were like no you know you're never going to get this back ever again so we will all you know try and do as much as we can and we have muddled through I started to book in kit days from early October And I did really enjoy them. And I thought, no, this is what I need to do. I need to come back, albeit part time, which is more than enough for me. But it definitely is what I need.
0: So those kit days, keeping in touch days, did you Mm. speak to your line manager at those points about how you wanted to come back, like in terms of sort of working more flexibly or changing your working pattern and, and how responsive was the trust to those sort of requests?
1: So I initially put in a flexible working policy and we had a meeting over that, um, which agreed my hours and days because of childcare. I needed set days and my managers at the time were amazing with that. They really listened to my needs and they really listened to my worries. We sort of had to rejig a little bit to cover the surface, but albeit they were pretty much 80 percent the days that I wanted. And actually it's worked out really well. Then when I contacted my managers about doing kit days, they asked me what I wanted to do. And I, I said, you know, I'd I'd come in at eight and I'd go about 12. And they were like, that's absolutely fine, Carly. Do what you need to do, even if it is just a mandatory training, you know, just to get yourself in the team again. Because my whole job role had changed. The whole team had changed. You know, the management had changed. So it was completely different from when I left off my maternity. So it was coming in and reintroducing myself and I felt I I do still feel like the new girl, even though I aren't the new girl within the team. And getting to the grips with the job that had completely changed, I felt so out of the out of the know and out of the loop. But the kit days were really good. And I recommend anybody who's thinking of doing them to absolutely do them. Because even if it's something as simple as getting yourself logged on and knowing that you can log on to the systems and the platforms that you need to, You aren't going to come back with that anxiety on day one. Just as
0: you were talking there, I can remember it vividly coming back into a team that maybe, I don't know, 30 percent of the team was how it was when I'd left. And there were all these new faces and the people who did remember me were like, hey, you know, welcome back. Good to see you. But the people who didn't had been there, some some of them had been there for just under a year. You know, they maybe started just after I was out the door and then they came in kind of thing. So they were established members of staff, but they were brand new people to me. So, you know, it was that weird sort of dynamic of I've been here. I feel like I'm established but also I've not been here for a year so I'm not established and it was that weird sort of finding your feet again and it is quite strange for everybody not just for you but for the people in the team to sort of have you slot back in with some people as if you've known them your whole life and other people you've never met it's it's odd isn't it
1: I said to them I said treat me like a new starter like I know nothing and they were like, no, you do. And I was like, no, 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 treat me like I know nothing. Because if I did know it, I certainly wouldn't know how to do it now. I think that worked really well. And obviously now being back since middle of November, I'm finding my feet now again. definitely I still have the odd day where I think, oh, what, what are we doing? What's that? But it was really difficult to find my feet within the team and establish a role and things like
0: that. Definitely. And like you say, if you did know how to do something, it, chances are it's either changed or you won't remember. No. And, you know, if you've been up all night with the baby, as so this, because this is another added pressure of coming back from, you know, any kind of parental leave, whether you're the mother or the father, you're coming back into the workplace with things that people might assume that you're perfectly comfortable with your line manager your colleagues might say oh yeah she knew how to do that 12 months ago so she'll be fine let her get on with it kind of thing and you might remember it to an extent but you've had a bad night you're exhausted you know the cogs aren't necessarily wearing as much as they would have done previously and you don't feel comfortable you do want some support so that's on on you then to put your hand up and say I need some support I need someone to to help Mm. me through this and that's quite a pride thing sometimes you want to you want to look like you've got it all together I
1: did you struggle with that that is ultimately the thing that I struggled the most and why I put forward for this podcast idea because my daughter she'd slept through from five weeks old and at the lovely bright age of 10 months old decided she'd never want to sleep through ever again and so coming back to work was on two three hours sleep was just oh it was it was horrific absolutely horrific and nothing I'd ever experienced before and and I actually was so hard on myself I was like why can't I do both why can't I fully function as a nurse and fully function as an an adult and I I never felt that I was putting 100% into both aspects I felt like if I was trying to focus on work and trying to you know, read up on things at home about work that I was trying to catch up on. I felt like a really bad parent. And then when I came into work, really tired, really deflated, you know, feeling really like I can't do this. I felt really bad in my nurse aspect that I felt as if I was a failing as a nurse. Um, so I felt that I never could marry the two together and I felt that how can how can millions of these working mums do it yet I'm struggling so much and I felt like I was the only one that was struggling because all my colleagues are children are sort of grown up but they actually said to me you know and they sat me down they said Carly we've all been through there it's only because our children are older you know that they've got a bit more independence and you know Autumn's only one, you know, she is she is your soul dependent and you need to stop being so hard on yourself. And I've I still to this day beat myself up and I I still think I'm I'm either, you know, showing too much to one or not enough to the other. And I think finding the balance of the working parent, especially as a nurse or within the NHS, it's just it's it's such a fine line and it's taken, you know, me months to try and find some balance. It's a a I'm still struggling now it, it really you is will. a juggle really you
0: will. and that's the thing and I think you know we almost have to resign ourselves to the fact that it is a juggle and it will continue probably until they're adults I mean it, you know yeah there's always going to be an emergency where we have to down tools and go off and do you know yeah there's always going to be something and I think the most important thing there is that you are not alone in this every parent feels like this it's just that we don't talk about it enough I think we don't
1: put our hands up and go
0: this is really hard and I because otherwise you like you say you're looking around you and you're going well how come they can cope and the thing is they're not coping they feel as tired as you and the guilt I remember dropping my son at nursery and he was crying and screaming and the the woman walked off with him and he had his hand outstretched towards me and he was just yeah. going, Mommy, like this. And I have never felt so bad. I had to just buy a darling, turn on yeah. my heels and walk away. And then you have the, the the journey from nursery to work, feeling so awful about yourself. And have have I made questioning everything. Have I made the right decision? I should be with him. He, you know, this is awful. He's gonna have a horrible time, blah, blah, blah. Then you arrive at work and you've got to just crack on. You don't discuss it with anyone, you just crack on. And yeah. I think The point there is that we should, you know, and and I did, I remember actually doing that. I did used to come in and say, oh my God, I just had the most horrendous drop off. And other parents would say, oh yeah, me too. Or that happened to me. Mm. It's sharing those stories because then you can get into work with a clear head and you know, you're not alone.
1: I think of every aspect of it, isn't it? The juggle is real. Luckily my mother-in-law looks after autumn, primarily most days that I'm at work. She still has days now where I walk out the door and she is going, mum, 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 mum. Or, you know, she's wanting me to play with her and play and, you know, play with her kitchen or whatever. And I'm like, mummy's got to go to work, darling. You know, mummy's got to look after sick people. And we've started doing, like, little role play of, like, nurses and doctors and things. It's really hard. I have really struggled. And,
0: and that's yeah. completely understandable. And I think a lot of people will resonate with this conversation because regardless of whether you're leaving your child at a, a nursery or whether you're leaving them with family or even whether you're being a stay-at-home mum, I think we always have that guilt. And I just wonder whether that comes part and parcel with being a parent, that we're always going to feel like we're
1: not doing enough. I do think no matter how much you do for your child, you always are thinking, well what could I have done more or what could I have done better?
0: One thing that really helped me when I When my first child went to nursery and I struggled with the mum guilt was to try and remember the importance of social interaction for children so we are obviously so important to their development as their parent of course we are but you can't underestimate the importance of that social connection with not just other adults but other children as well in a setting where as they get older there are other adults that can give you care. There are other adults that give you love. There are other adults that give you discipline. There are other adults that add things to your life. And then there are those sort of moments with other children, like sharing and taking turns and all those kind of things. And I think when they have those opportunities as young children, they actually find going to school a little bit easier. We can almost offset some of that guilt with the benefits of not being with us if that makes mm. sense as, as heart-wrenching as it is there are definite benefits to them definitely spending time away from us definitely
1: starting to leave her was actually really good for myself as well but also really good for her for her development because my partner jacob he's got three little brothers so actually her being spoilt by his little brothers and things like that and yeah it was a it was also creating the bonds for them as well and their bonds as like niece and uncle and then leaving her at nursery actually by i think the first week she was she was walking herself in and would put her arms up to the lady who was her key worker just the bonds that she's building and seeing her become more and more confident and it's now like we go to one group on a Thursday and it's almost like the autumn show she's just standing in the middle living her best life dancing clapping singing and everyone says "Well, she's so confident and I sit and I say to them I don't know where she gets it from it's certainly not me (laughs) and she is just she's just so funny and actually it's so good for her development to be doing these activities and groups and it's really good for her to be around children of a similar age and and it's really good for my mental health as well to get out and meet mums and get out and know that what autumn is doing is actually so normal
0: was anybody sort of a bit did anyone have any judgment on your decision to return to work
1: I I don't I don't think they ever sort of judged it because obviously being a nurse you have your hours to keep up you have your pin to keep active and things like that so I don't think I had any judgment but I definitely um, felt as if when I went to some of these groups where they may have not known about sort of keeping your pin active and things like that they probably were like oh you're going back three days a week I'm going to go back like two mornings a week and I'm like no financially and also for my pin and things I need to go back probably about 30 hours a week oh my word you're leaving her for 30 hours a week and yeah oh well you'll still have the weekends together oh no when well, I'm a nurse we cover a seven day service oh and so I found myself almost sort of like questioning do I want to go back to nursing almost and I was like no 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 don't think that you do want to be a nurse but it definitely did make me question. And when I heard people doing like 12, 13, 14 hours a week, I was like, oh, my oh my word, am I doing 30 hours? Is that loads? But actually, it's not. I do three longer days a week. OK, autumn is in bed by the time I go home usually. But actually, it's really nice to have that little evening by myself. And I'm the first person that wakes, she sees when she wakes up in the morning. So she absolutely loves it. And so her face in the morning is just the best thing. Um, And then when I do go home and she's awake, it's almost like a little bonus, really. I know that there is judgment out there and I know that people do get judged. The point I suppose is we're going to get judgment whatever we do because
0: we make decisions on what we think is right for our child whether that is what we put in their mouths or you know their education or coming back to work and their child care options I think whatever happens we just need to know that what we're doing is right for not only them but our families as well like you've got yourself to think about you've got your partner to think about you you need to do what's right for you and having those evenings when you get home and autumn's in bed I think that's such a nice thing to have like I'm I'm actually starting to focus on that a bit more now for my own well-being is, is some time to myself. We we underestimate as parents how important it is to have some time for your own well-being because yeah. you're always putting other people first. And as a nurse, you're doing that in your home life and at work. So yeah. when is Carly time, you know? And so having those evenings is brilliant because it means you can reconnect with your partner. You can watch some trash on TV <laughs> and you can just take some time. And you're not, you don't have to feel guilty for that because Autumn's had a great day
1: that's what I do, I fully devote myself to her the days I have off, like I will non-stop play with her, feed her homemade food, I will go the full, you know, with her, but on when she's in bed, I take a long hot bath, I have a cup of tea, that for me is me time, that I don't have to worry about her, she's asleep, you know, so yeah. It's really
0: important, it's really important and I think we need to do that more and I do feel like we're constantly doing things for other people as parents and you know, like I say, doubly if you're a nurse as well. So it's it's so important to take that time and to look I after really, yourself.
1: I I do. I've always found though, like with being a nurse, I've I've needed that time to debrief with myself and my in my own brain and sort of think about and okay, what did I do today? Could I've done anything better? I think we need to all just be in it
0: together and have a lot more sort of compassion for ourselves, but also our colleagues and our peers who are going through the same things. And we should just sort of ask any new parent who's come back into the office you know are you all right
1: (laughs) what do you need I think there's such a I think there's such a big thing on being pregnant in the workplace and maternity and there isn't anything about returning to work there isn't clear guidance on what is expected from you for kit days what is expected you from you for the nine or the 12 months and so I think something needs to be created about returning to work following a a period of leave any form of leave really because obviously that delayed long period of time off does really affect you returning and almost the expectations that are put on you from returning I thought I could just come back to work and pick up from where I left off And not think about autumn, not talk about autumn and just carry on being a nurse. I've come back to work. I've got to think of 100 million things. It was so overwhelming. And I just didn't know where to start. I
0: did find something when I Googled returning to work. There is an NHS page, which I'll put a link to in the show notes, which has got a little bit of advice. You know, things like focusing and reflecting on what skills you've gained from your leave Mm. as a a new parent you know so time management communication new perspective there's all these sort of positives that you can bring back to the workplace and even taking some time to write down the strengths that you bring to your job Mm. so success stories from prior to being on paternity leave um, as well as things that you've learned whilst on leave and then when you're stressed or you're struggling you can go back to the list and remind yourself of your strengths to be able to remind yourself that you are valid and that you you deserve to be there and that you're more than just a new parent. You are still that person that you sort of left behind, but equally that you are changed as a person and that that's okay. I think there's a lot of feeling that we have to prove ourselves
1: when we return to work. Definitely. I think that is the thing I've learned the most is actually me turning up to work, me trying my best is enough and that actually being perfect in every aspect of your life, being the perfect parent, being the perfect nurse, just isn't a viable thing. So early on in my working parent, you know, life, that actually the balance will somewhat come, be it in the future, things will come back to me naturally, but it's just working differently.
0: Thank you for listening to Take a Moment with NCHC. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit the podcast intranet page to leave a comment and for details of our other episodes. You can also follow NCHC on all social media channels.